Korea. Oh boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Uh, how's everybody doing? Yeah. Corey Kingston here. Drum Brigade podcast, episode 94 or 5? I don't, I don't know. It's, we're in the 90s, bro. Poison. Yeah. Poison. Poison. We're in the 90s of our, of our podcast. Uh, I'm Corey Kingston over there. Phil's Castle. What's the hassle? It's the one and only Funky Phil. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. How you doing, Me. Phil? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. You know, I'm here. It's 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 been a busy couple weeks, man. But um, you know, we're gonna get into all that in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Phil is just is is hanging on every thread of that mute button. Uh. All right. Before we get started, let me just say this. Uh, we got a great show ahead of you. Uh, a famous person coming on. An actor. An actor. A drummer. Child drummer. Child actor, too. But now he's an adult. Uh, Cole Marcus coming on. Cole Marcus. He's in a movie. You know, he's been in commercials. You know, all that stuff. Uh, we have a Patreon. We have uh, a bunch of, like, good stuff that we put up on there on the patreon mm-hmm. uh we have uh we have uh all kinds of exclusive content only for patreon so we have like full episodes like hour-long em- interviews soapboxes lessons we got all kinds of stuff up there on patreon that you guys could just help us out keep the lights on in the beat locker you know and all that stuff so go to patreon become a patreon be a real brigade member. Be a real brigadier. <laughs> yeah. And um, support us on Patreon. Also, we have a lesson program. Uh, not Beach Brigade, Phil. Not Beach Brigade. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, but we do have a lesson program. You can take lessons with me or Phil. Uh, we're still doing it. And uh, yeah, just go and check it out. Uh, it's on drumbrigade.com. Sign up. Yeah. Our merch. Our merch is the best thing ever. So we're both wearing merch right now and we're looking sharp as can be just super sharp. Mm-hmm. And we have things that you'd probably be surprised. Like we have neck gaiters. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Neck gaiters. What is that? It's a thing that you put on your neck and then it covers your face. So you don't get the Rona's. Oh yeah. I like a mask, but it's like a, it's like a, a sleeve, like a, a sleeve for your face. Like the yeah. pulls up like a and extended turtleneck. Now I'm not a doctor and I don't work for the CDC, but I hear that these net gators keep out ninety like nine percent or ninety eight percent of all like they're the best mask you can wear. Really? Like I hear that they take they keep out all like ninety eight percent of droplets or whatever you know. Mm. So I'm I'm uh, I haven't gotten one yet, but um, we have them. They're there. So yeah, all that stuff. So check out our merch. Um, we have all kinds of other stuff too, like dog sweaters and. I might have to get a sweater dude. soon. It's getting yeah, it's, it's getting cold, dude. Fall. Yeah, it, it was like, like all of a sudden one day it was summer, and then the next day it was fall. Yesterday when I woke up, it was like, oh, it rained. That's crazy. And it's windy right now. It's like windy right now, like fall windy. 
Yeah. I'm wearing pants. I haven't worn pants in weeks, man. Yeah, look at you. I got pants on too. It's been yeah, probably months for me. Right, your break dance in those pants. <laughs> uh, all right. So, anyways, um, all the stuff that you want to know is on drumbrigade.com. And um, and also, you know, if you have questions for the show or you want something to be asked on air, all that stuff, just go to the contact form and um all that stuff. So Cole Marcus is coming up. We're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff with him and uh it's gonna be a good time. But until then, we're gonna get into it. Are you ready, Funky Phil? Yeah. Drum Brigade Podcast coming at you. Yeah, I got my coffee. I haven't I haven't drank it all. I, I haven't drank enough coffee to get this day started, so I'm a little bit tired, dude. I had a dude, dude, dude. I'm a little bit tired, dude. <laughs> I'm a little bit tired, bro, because um, why do I got to put like a, a thing in there? I'm a little bit tired, man. I'm a little bit tired, Phil. There you go. That I like that one. I'm a little bit tired, Phil. Yeah. Because I had a late night, man. I was, uh, man, this album, putting out an album is a lot of work, bro. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And I still haven't even sent anybody their albums yet. Like it's, I want it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I want mine. I said, I, want I know mine. you got yours coming at you, dude. And it's like, it's sitting there, dude. Yours is sitting there with the t-shirt with a little sticky note that says funky Phil Pardell. Yes. And then it says deliver. It doesn't even say your address. I'm, I could um, probably come get it. Maybe one of these days I'm going to come back over there today. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't make it over to PC. Yeah. Well, I'm all right. It's, you know, it's cool. Whenever you want to, it's cool. And, um, yeah, we can, it would be better. The audio quality would be a lot better if you came in studio because, because my internet sucks. It seems like I'm talking with a vocoder on sometimes or like I'm a robot, you know? So, yeah. well, you got, you have uh, to like not route your mic through your keyboard. What? <laughs> oh, I don't have to put that hose in my mouth. Like what's his name? Yeah. Bro, this dude's already here. He's 40 minutes waiting. He's going to be 40 minutes, like, waiting. He's in the waiting room? Waiting. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, He's going to have to wait. We got stuff to talk about. We got stuff to talk about, Funky Phil. It's nice that he's uh, eager, though. Yeah. That's industry standard. If you're 10 minutes early, you're you're late. <laughs> Um, that I do not follow that rule, by the way, no. if I'm 10 minutes late, I'm 10 minutes late. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyways, how, how's it going? Funky Phil. It's good. How did, what did you do? What did I do? Well, dun, 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 dun. Do, that? <laughs> do you want the thing? Well, Corey, it's been a wonderful week. Nothing too exciting to report. Um, the fall weather is upon us. Yes. And I'm overjoyed because it's been hot. The smell of pumpkin spice lattes are in the air. Mm, indeed. <laughs> I bought some pumpkins. Yet to be carved. Because as we know out here in Southern California, they rot in about one day once you carve them. 
Uh, I started baking bread again because it's been cooler. That makes me happy. I ordered toilets. What? Yes. <laughs> my toilet. Remember like an episode or two ago, I told you how my toilet was broken. It was leaking. Oh, yeah. One of them. So after a lot of obsessive internet research, I picked a couple toilets. Nice. They're getting delivered today. So, yeah, this evening I'll be trying, I'll be installing some toilets and... Plumber Phil? I can't wait to flush those mugs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, make sure you got the right gasket, Phil. Yeah, oh, I got, I got them. I should be good. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, nothing much. You know, just taught some lessons, played some drums here and there, but overall a pleasant week. Very nice, Phil. How's Very your nice. week? You know, it's pretty good. It's uh, like I said, this this album has been taking over. Drum like Drum Brigade stuff has kind of been been on hiatus because of this album that me and my dad released. So the album is is still not released yet, but it's um, but it's out for some reason. Like you can order it, and then we're I'm just like sending it. Um, and I think the label is sending it too. Like you're not supposed to get it until November sixth, but yeah, or it drops like November, I mean, October 24th, I think. Oh. So, Wait. and orders are coming in. It's really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, but. October 24th was two days ago. Yeah, so it dropped. No, so it dropped on Friday. So 23rd then. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, anyways, not this Thursday, but the next Thursday, we are playing a free live stream, people. If you guys want to come and watch me play some ska and reggae uh, with my dad, you want to see my dad act a fool, Yeah, then let's go. Let's get it. I saw a fun uh, video of you doing a drum cover of your own song that you played yeah. drums on originally. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah, a, yeah. That's a bold that's a, move. That's a bold move. <laughs> like that's a, I, when I did it, I was like, "You ever just cover yourself? Why not? <laughs> Why not? I mean, I know how the song goes." <laughs> um. So that was a Western Standard Time cover. It was awesome, uh, by the way. I, I I did enjoy it. Thank you, thank you. Um. So I asked him for some drumless songs, um, for teaching because sometimes I get these ska and reggae students that come to me specifically for that. And they're like, man, I, I want to learn how to play ska better. And then I have like albums that I've recorded on and stuff, but they already have my drums on them and I don't want them to play like me. I want them to play like them. Yeah. So I asked him, Hey man, do you have any, um, any, uh, like drumless songs, which reminds me I should take that song out of the trash. Um, and um, anyways, yeah, so he gave me two songs. One's a reggae song and one's a ska song. And I was like, you know, this dude's been like, he's been pretty cool, like, you know, over the, over the years with me. And I, I don't want things to get weird now that I'm coming out with my own, my own ska song, <laughs> my own ska album, I should say. Yeah. It's very similar to Western Standard Time. And so he's, um, you know, he's been like, he's been really cool about like, posting sharing stuff and so i was like man i should make a cover video to promote his band so i was like i'm gonna do it and um it wasn't a hard video to make at all dude people but people are like this is the thing that i don't get about social media man is like i will make the hardest drum video i've ever made 
and I'll, I'll be trying like stuff out of my comfort zone. Like, man, I'm really, I really went, went for it on this or something, you know, the editing, you know, whatever his stuff. I love to play, enjoy to play. And then I post a reggae video and it's like, people lose their mind. It's mm-hmm. like the most viewed video I've had, like on Instagram in a long time. Nice. And so it's cool. I mean, I, yeah, it's fine, but it's like, I posted a video of covering myself, you know, so it's weird, whatever, but uh, Hey, I appreciate it. It's cool. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I played a gig Saturday, played another one, Phil. I'm almost back. I'm almost back. Was that a wedding? Another wedding gig. This one was in San Diego though. Mm. San Diego has much different rules much more different rules than Orange County. Really? How so? Yeah. So this wedding, nice wedding, man. Like really nice people, really, really like classy people, you know? It didn't look like they would be those types, but they were, it was really intimate, like only 20 people, including the bride and groom. So they had 18 guests. That's nice. And um, San Diego only allows 20 people. It has to be outdoors. They do not allow weddings, but... They got around it by this place is technically a restaurant. Mm. And so um, you can't really schedule a wedding, I don't think, in San Diego. At least the wedding planner was telling us that. And they, if you do, it has to be outdoors. Second, you cannot dance. They are not allowing dancing at weddings. Is it like Footloose? In that that movie, that's I guess, I guess so. That's what somebody else said. I've never seen Footloose, Phil, because I happen to like girls. But anyways, I don't think I've actually seen it either. But I, if I if I'm not mistaken, you, it, it has to do with not being allowed to dance or something. And Patrick Swayze's in it, right? Phil, we stop need to, acting like you've never seen it. We need to have a party and watch that one, and then watch Predator. It'll be it's really funny good, because a good combo. <laughs> I'm seeing your TV in the background and it's just on loop. It's like just playing 24 seven. <laughs> you scumbag. I can't believe you just told everyone about that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've never seen footloose. Um, you know, it's just, if you, if you like footloose, it's cool. Um, oh, you know what I'm thinking? I'm not thinking footloose. I'm thinking dirty dancing. Oh, is that the one? Footloose is the one. No, Footloose is the one where they can't dance. They're not allowed. Okay. What is Dirty Dancing? They made a new one. What's Dirty Dancing? And oh, I can't sing it. Had the time of my love. Oh, that's the movie that's always playing (laughs) at your house in the background. (laughs) (laughs) You've got it on right now, huh? No, I don't. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Isn't Patrick Swayze in that? I or is that a different know. dude? I don't know, man. And I owe it all to you. <laughs> Just remember. <laughs> uh, I hate that song. Oh my gosh, I hate that song. I think my ex-wife loved that movie. It was like the total like romantic drama. Dude, can we do a, a an album, like a, a COVID <laughs> album where you sing on every song? <laughs> I'm kind of down and I'll, I'll, down. I'll play like piano or guitar or something that I'm really bad at. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, like, uh, like, you know, a holiday album, but not holiday songs, just, <laughs> yeah. just like songs that we, you yeah. know, like, like, like bands will do like holiday albums or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's just like kind of kooky and like, yeah, we do like a, a fall album, like a and lounge, just, lounge singer style, just piano, yeah. 
piano and voice. And yeah, and it's real, dude. I want to go for it. Like, I don't want to be like, okay, I'm taking myself serious, but I don't want to be like, meh, 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 like that guy. Like, we are punk rock as it gets. <laughs> He's like a. Yeah. You didn't see me singing, or maybe you did. I sent you a picture of me singing September, September more or something from like, uh, <laughs> what? When, like, when we were in the thick of COVID, when we were in the thick of it, you know, we were like on quarantine and there was no going out and going no, to the yeah, mall. Yeah. I, I remember, I have a vague memory of this. Yeah. It was like a Friday night and this was one when, when I was still drinking and poured myself a martini or something. And my wife, I'm like, it's karaoke time. And my wife is like, what? And I, dude, I was just, we made a cheese platter yeah. with some olives and stuff. We were having a classy evening. And then I just started serenading my wife with some songs. <laughs> and she took a video of it and it is fire, Phil. <laughs> I need to get my friends, I need that clip again. My friends were like, this is the Corey we need and love. Like, this is what we've been waiting for. This guy. And I'm just like, sometimes it comes out, you know, I'm a pretty like in my head kind of guy. Like I get, I get social anxiety quite often, but sometimes I'm just like, you know what? A brother needs to sing and I'm going to do it right now. That's awesome. And so I was singing Neil Diamond. Oh man. <laughs> like very awkwardly, but it was still happening. <laughs> uh, oh, man, yeah, that's topic. a good one. We're, we're, what? Tell me more. We were, we were talking about this wedding gig you played. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, it did. It, I mean, it was good. It was just like, it was a four piece band. Marcel East. Yes. Marcel Woo! East came from Vegas. Yeah. Came from Vegas. Yeah. My buddy. Yeah. And, um, and it, it was, it was a nice gig, man. It was like, it was super easy. It was so easy, dude. People just don't care anymore. People, like the wedding planners are just like, yeah, just do whatever you think. And, um, you know, we just, we just, I mean, we had to get there super early and then, but the, everything's up in the air, you know, especially in San Diego. It's like, yeah, I mean, we're going to do some speeches and then they just told us that, that they want a video to play like with all their friends that can't come to the wedding. So it seemed like it was like their closest friends. Every, you could feel the love. Everybody like was really stoked to be there and, and they just, kept it classy. No one got like hammered and like was all up in your face and crossing boundaries and stuff. It was just kind of like, yeah, they, I don't know. They, and they, the people that were there, they had a band because they love live music so much. And they nice. were just like thanking us. They were like, it doesn't even matter if we can't dance. And they kind of like casually dance like the, the, the groom and the bride and the groom dance together. Like, so they had their time where they got to dance and then, you know, they had like a, a couple people were like standing up and talking to each other and dancing a little bit, but it was not like an, like a thing where it was like, we had to keep the dance floor full and it wasn't like that. It was just like, and we just, we had to keep taking breaks and like, because there was like, Oh, they're going to have a speech now. Okay. Now they're going to cut the cake. And uh, it's just like, yeah, it was a lot of typical things for a wedding, but it was like the rules right now for weddings are really strict in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And I think people really appreciate that they are even having a wedding right now. And they're, you know, they're paid a lot of money to have a band. So it was like, and then they like, they tipped us really good. Like we played there. They, they gave us an envelope before we played and it was like, here's your tip. 
It was like 50 bucks each. And I was like, dang, thanks. You know, it's always good when people tip. That's awesome. And we played there. Like we played one song that they, that they requested. And then they like tipped us again, the same amount. What? I'm like, these people are dope, man. Like you never, you never hear me say that. That's cool. Um, they were just really, really, really stoked, man. Um, so yeah. Um, it was fun. It was, it was like, you know, but, but then again, the band was the only people in the place besides like the photographer, any of the other vendors, the only people in the place wearing a mask. Ooh. Every single person was unmasked and just not trying to do that. That skeeves me out, man. That's freaking creepy right now, dude. Even if you go outside, you should wear your mask, man. Cause it is like the wind is blowing there's just Rona's in the air, dude. This is this is how people. This is when you get like sick, a, you know. That sounds like an, an original off our duo. Yeah, <laughs> Rona's in the air. Rona's there is the Rona's air. in the air, and there's something in the air. Now give me the night. <laughs> um, I actually, so, I really like that song. <laughs> who's that? Um, George Benson. I think so. Yeah. That's like my mom, my in-laws, my, my in-laws kind of music. They love that kind of music, dude. Like 80s smooth jazz. Nice. Clean sounding, you know, clean sounding. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, anyways, um, beach brigade. So we've had some, uh, some, some breakthroughs, if you will. Yeah. Beach brigade is not going to be happening on the beach anymore. Uh, Bummer, I know, I know, I I don't even. Oops, what? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where it is. There it is. There it is. I have to go through my 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 drops here. Um, yeah. So so basically, I've I've been on the phone with the city. I've been on like the phone with Parks and Rec. Um, all kinds of stuff. I've had. I mean, dude. Running a business, man. There's a lot of things you got to do. I had to get it's almost a soapbox, but it's not. Um, had to talk to the to one of the dudes at Parks and Rec to try to get an event permit. Okay. Explain to him what I do, and he's like immediately like like being the like getting hostile. Ooh. Okay. Like. I go, hey man, I, I don't know if you received my email. I'm like, my name is Corey and I haven't received anything. I'm like, let me finish, bro. Like, so um, I said, I have a small business in Oceanside. We're called Drum Brigade. And um, I do, I host drum lessons on the beach. We have a thing called Beach Brigade. I said, like COVID, like a lot of other businesses in COVID, during COVID-19, we've been affected and we haven't been able to host drum lessons in our studio because a lot of charter schools don't allow that. So we have to do it outdoors. So mm -hmm. we started taking our lessons to the beach. We're doing it on the sand. Well, now we've hit a wall because the lifeguards are hassling us, telling us we need a permit. And he's like, yeah, you're not going to get a permit for that. I'm like, just like that. Mm. Like, you're, like, hear me out. That's brutal. He's like, he's like, yeah, here's what you don't understand. He's like pulling, like he's getting like that. You 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 can't get a permit on the beach. You can't have the 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 government is not allowing people to gather on the beach. You can't have more than twenty people on the beach. You're and I'm like, no, I understand that. 
I'm like, we're not gathering on the beach, dude. You're not understanding. You're not hearing what I'm I'm like, I'm hearing you fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with my hearing, bro. Like, listen, I said, I'm not gathering. I'm having one-on-one private lessons with my students. We're taking, these are like scheduled students and we're going outside. We're not doing it indoors. Yeah. I know. I, I understand that, but you're not allowed to do that on the beach. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's why I'm calling you. Why not? And so after he explained it, I was like, okay, that makes sense. But, you know, Wait, whoa, whoa, it whoa. Sucks. What was the explanation? So I'm going to get, I'm getting to it. <laughs> He's like saying there's a clause with Oceanside that is saying that you're not allowed to have any commerce on the sand of the beach. Oh. So, so that, what that means is like when we go to the beach, you can go to the beach and relax on the sand and lay out and go in the water and play your games and do whatever you do, but you're not being bombarded with vendors trying to like Mexico, trying to send you, sell you candy, trying to sell you bracelets, trying to sell you fruit, trying to recruit you for some like beach tour. Any of that doesn't happen on our beaches because you are not allowed to have commerce on the beach. So uh, I can't pay you to give me a high five. Apparently not. So I go, that's weird though, because I've done all kinds of things on the beach that I've paid for, like, or, you know, that are like their surf lessons. I'm like, there's beach yoga, there's beach, um, uh, boot camps. There's all. And he's like, yeah, well, yeah, technically you can't do any of that. And he's like, I go, what about surf lessons? He's like, well, you can do surf lessons because that activity is in the water. And I'm like, okay, so I can have drum lessons in my, I can have my drum lessons in the water. And he's like, I mean, technically, yeah, but I don't know how that would work. And I'm just like rolling my eyes like, okay, but it makes dude, I get it. Like if there's no commerce on the beach, then that makes sense. There's a reason why we can go to the beach and chill and not have to be dude. When we went to France and we were by the the Eiffel tower, Mm -hmm. We're trying to lay down and enjoy like drink wine and look at the Eiffel Tower during sunset. And we're being bombarded by these fools trying to sell us little keychains of Eiffel Towers, trying to sell us tours, trying to sell us a thing that takes you to the top of the Eiffel Tower, trying to sell us bracelets, trying to sell like you can't even enjoy the moment because there's like crazy amounts of people trying to sell you stuff Uh. that is illegal in California on the beach. Good so, to know. Good to know. Yeah. So what was I thinking? Just like, I'm just going to go set up on the beach. But like, specifically I mean, on the sand? Can you like... On the sand. So can you do it on like the grass or whatever, if there's grass? So he said bit? what we can do is get... Like once we like squash that where I was like, I understand. He kind of... We kind of... It, it calmed down. And then he was super nice. And I was being super nice the whole time. Like I was not soapbox Corey. Like I was just like, yeah, man, I totally get it. But like, you know, here's what we're doing. And you know, you, you know, it was a conversation. So he was like, here's what we can do. We can try to get you guys a park. We'll waive all the fees. We'll, we'll do whatever we can to help you guys out. He's like, I want to work with you guys, but he's like, but there's some stuff that's out of our control. We can't do anything about the beach. That's like not Oceanside. That's like, the government of California. Yeah. And he's like, so I can't do anything about that. He's like, but I can get you guys a park. He's like, I recommend, he's like, here's a park I recommend. And, um, he's like, maybe you can take the idea to a park. And, um, he's like, we can waive all the fees. We can do all that stuff. So he, he, 
recommended this one park and I was like, that's not going to work. It's like, it's too far inland and it's like, it's super secluded. So I wouldn't get any like business from it, you know? And anyways, long story short, I was like, well, there's another park that's like on the other side of the strand, like right by the pier. It's basically the exact same thing as being on the sand. You're just on grass. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that park won't, well, it's off limits because it's part of the beach. Even though it's a park, it's part of the beach. And I'm like, oh, that park would be perfect. So he's like, uh, what about Buccaneer Park, which is like still in Oceanside. It's across the street of like the beach. So it's like you cross the street and then you're on the sand. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's a bit secluded, but I think we can make it work and we can like do a lot more. If we have a permit, we can like make more noise. We can do like beach brigade at Buccaneer Park. We can, we can really grow it that way. So, um, and one of my students, parents recommended that specific park. She's like, yeah, you guys should do it at Buccaneer Park. And then he recommended it too. So I was like, all right. So I still have some stuff to do with my insurance for, um, the business. And then we are going to be doing beach brigade at Buccaneer Park, but now it's too cold. So, so it's not completely lost. It'll still be fun. I think so. That park is a little sketchy though. But, you know, we'll see. Put on your drum brigade hoodie. Yeah, I need to get that. Um, And we're going to we're trying to expand and do some stuff. So we'll we'll see. Uh, We're trying to do some new lessons and stuff like that and some new programs and open things up, especially with charter schools, you know. So um, it'll be good. It'll be good. We just I'm just happy that the city is like on our side. He was like, like, Hey, we can recommend some, like the amphitheater for like, uh, for, I hate this word, but for, um, uh, what do you call it? When you have a performance, it's not a performance recital. He's like, we can, he's like, I can gift, I can get you guys the, um, amphitheater for recitals. If you want, we, there's a lot we can do. We just can't do the beach, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, it's good that we have options, you know? So yeah, it is what it is. Anyways, um, so not totally lost. Beach yeah. Brigade is not totally lost. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, it's progress. That's good. Yeah. Um, all right, Phil. Let's. Uh, we got our guest waiting. Let's take a break and let's get him on. Okay. Yeah. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are. Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes. Onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. Got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Drum Brigade podcast. What is this episode? I can't remember. 95, 94. Gosh, I don't know anymore. I'm Corey Kingston, Funky Phil over there. Funky Phil, we got a great guest on again. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this this kid, this I don't what I, you're not a kid anymore, but this guy, 
very famous actor, Phil. Very famous actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, plays Bobby in the movie. I can only imagine. I, dude, I saw you as a little kid on a commercial, just like walking, playing drums on a fence. I was like, or like, oh, that's just, hilarious. Like, Are you for real? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's where. Yeah, I was, like, yeah. I, was... I remember. Yeah, like, uh, oh man, that cool. That kid's cool, man. Like, this is what we need to do, you know? Like, and then I've seen you a couple times. Oh, and yeah. I'm just like in passing, but I'm I'm always like, oh, there's that kid that he was like, he's grown up now. But anyways, I hate to sound old, like by saying that, but uh, <laughs> no, it's Bob- all good. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. You play, you play Bobby on. I can only imagine um, the movie. Uh, Robbie, um, but yeah, same thing. Robbie, same sorry, same thing. Sorry, I thought I thought no, I read that it was Bobby. Robbie, sorry. Um, you no, won America's Most Talented Kids when you were younger. Um, uh, you, yeah, yeah, I won my age category when I was when I was four. Damn, that's gnarly. Which was um, pretty intense. Yeah. Do you host Drum Channel? Uh, I wouldn't say I host Drum Channel. I'm I'm on there a lot. I do have my own segment uh, on okay. on Drum Channel that we uh, that we were doing up until COVID started. Uh, so it was, I see. <laughs> but um, but we are going to be picking up again very soon. Right on, cool. And DW PDP artist, Evans artist, Vic Firth artist, Zildjian, you name it. Please welcome to the show, Cole Marcus. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Man, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, thanks for coming here. on, man. Yeah, this is it's cool, oh, man. So um, you have quite a like, even though you're you're still, you know, you're a young drummer um, and actor and and public speaker, and you do a lot of different things. You have quite a history, though, already. Quite a career already. Um, that is like, man, very noteworthy, and uh, you have a lot of a lot of credentials. It's really cool, man. <laughs> Thank you. It's weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm only I'm only 22 and I've had a 17 year long career. I, I don't know how to wrap my head around that one. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> but that's yeah, cool. It's, it, it's it's great though, and I'm honored for it. Do you know Do you know uh, Mikai Curtis? I, I feel like I do. I know the name. I, I can't put a face to it okay. right now. He's another um, young drummer that we've had on, and he's also an actor. And um, oh, super cool. Like, yeah. So it's uh, so you're you're like I don't know if we've had any other actors on. Maybe I don't know, but. Um, but yeah, you're, 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 you have a, um, what do we call it? Like a, a compadre or something like in the, in your <laughs> field, right. you know, a drummer, drummer yeah, slash tight. actor. Well, um, I mean, we're all brothers, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it's about. So, um, yeah, great. So how's everything been going for you right now? Like during this whole COVID nonsense and <laughs> dude, COVID's been great to me. I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, That's no, good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a terrible pandemic and I'm, yeah. and I'm sorry for, you know, anybody who's had anything that, you know, bad to deal with it for, for me on my end, it's been great because yeah. I've, uh, I finally had the time to, uh, to stay home and work on some projects that I just never really had the time for that were very necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've just been taking advantage of the time being home, uh, writing, producing more music, um, I've, uh, I, I started doing a little bit more session work just, just from, from home and, and stuff like that. And it, it's just been a really good time for me to kind of recharge the old batteries, kind of essentially take a year off from, yeah. from doing everything and kind of line up my ducks for, uh, for 2021. So I'm, I'm personally not too affected by it, by COVID. It's actually been a blessing in disguise for me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of positive things that have come out. Um, you know, like same for us where it's, it's, it's forced me to focus more on, on drum brigade and teaching and, and not so much in the grind of gigging and touring and doing all of that stuff. So it's, it's been good. It's, it's been bad, but it's been good. You know, it's like, 
Yeah. I wish we weren't in a pandemic that, you know, I wish we, what I wish is that we had the mind to just be like, I'm going to take some time off to do this, you know, and, and not like, Oh, we're in a pandemic. So I guess I'll just do this. You know, that's how it's exactly. Been <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. I couldn't agree with you anymore on that one for sure. Yeah, man. So, um, how about, um, I can only imagine a movie, man, like, so being a, being a drummer in real life, but then also playing a drummer, I mean, like, what's oh, that it was, like? It was a blast. It was a yeah. blast. It was, um, as far as the drum segments go of it, uh, it was essentially just filming a ton of, uh, a ton of music videos in a row. Um, you know, and, and, and for me, it was, uh, it was, I believe we originally recorded like 10 performance scenes or something like that. And if, from, from what I've been told, they actually used a lot of my original audio, uh, cool. as the actual drum tracks, which was, which was great. Uh, I remember calling Andy, the, you know, the director, um, uh, when I first found out I got the role and I tried, you know, I was, I was feeling, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm actually a, I'm actually a session guy. I'm actually, yeah. you know, I'm a full-time drummer. That's, that's actually what I do more than acting. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and he was like, Oh shoot, we'll I have to do something about that. And so, uh, it was really cool just to get in there and they turned me loose, man. Um, really? I, I studied the way that, um, uh, that the actual Robbie Schaefer played, um, you know, he's, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's funny. I've realized, and this is me, this is a drum nerd coming out in me. I realize everybody has their own playing style. You look at the way Steve Gadd plays, the way Stuart Copeland plays, just between mm-hmm. those two guys, you have, you know, an extremely aggressive guy who's sitting on top of the drum kit, just like laying into it. And then you have Steve Gadd, who's kind of laid back and essentially just throwing his sticks at it. And it's more yeah. kind of like, you know, uh, it's two entirely different types of boxers, if you will. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'd say naturally my style tends to lean towards the Stuart Copeland aggressive type. But but Robbie's is more is is more laid back, and so for me to you know um, it, it was it was really cool for me to actually portray somebody else playing for a little bit. That's cool. And yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And, and like I said, they actually turned me loose. I was really happy when I got the original tracks to go by uh, when mm-hmm. we started filming. Um, so just for the whole drumming side, aside from the acting part, the whole drumming side was an absolute blast. That's so cool. There's nothing worse than watching a movie where you're like, you know, the 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 dude that's playing the drummer when they're not can't synced. play. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Gosh, it drives me nuts. Started. <laughs> so like having an actual drummer play an actual drummer is really cool. Dude, Corey, that was half the reason that I wanted that role. I was like, I was like, man, last thing I want to do is go to a movie and see the drum play. Like, you know, like, boom, bat, boom, bat. Yeah. guys like, like doing this whole thing. I was like, it's like, what that kind of circus is this? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, um, I'm super glad it worked out and I'm, I am above and beyond honored to even say I was part of the project. It was That's great. Really it was cool. a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, um, man, I was going to ask about, um, like what is for me, if I, if I got a role, like I've done like, like music, like TV stuff, like, you know, uh, whatever, like, but I haven't, I've never, I'm not an actor, so I've never done like movie roles. Um, I've done like kids shows and commercials That's awesome. and stuff like that. That's but, great. but, um, what I'm saying is, does that, how does that affect you? Do you get like, cause this is now it's two different things that you juggle. And I know this is something that you've done since you were a little kid, but yeah, like playing a live show is one thing, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're used to that. And I've had people be like, don't you get nervous? And I'm like, not really, man. It's just what we do. And so, but yeah. like for you, like, you know, then you're adding in a whole nother element where you're acting, you have to portray somebody else and you're playing. I mean, does that, what is that like for you? Is it like, you know, is it nerve wracking? Is it like, man, I got to be on. I didn't do that right. Or like, you know, like, yeah, what's it, what's it like? 
I, that movie was really interesting for me because uh, I think because I've been acting since I was a kid, I get a little bit of nerves from it. You know, there's some guys where it's like, you know, they say you either start them young, you start them old. And for me, I started young, but I think because of, uh, you know, uh, certain experiences or certain, uh, certain, you know, boulders that have been in my way, as far as acting goes, I get a little nervous when I'm acting. Um, and, uh, and, you know, cause I'm, I'm perfectionist. Yeah. So for me, when filming that movie, uh, when we would do acting scenes, which, uh, which, you know, originally, um, there were, there were a lot of, I had a lot of, you know, a lot more scenes where I was, you know, I was talking uh, in the original cut of the movie, uh, before, before Dennis Quaid was really, you know, involved. Um, and, I would, I would be a little nerve wracked while, you know, while filming that section. Um, but when we would do the drum stuff in between that, oh my gosh, it was a breath of fresh air for me. It's like, there's really? like a reset button. Yeah. So for me, it's like, you know, it'd be doing the acting stuff. It's like, all right, seem natural, seem natural. You're somebody else. Be natural. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, and then once I'd get the drum stuff, I'd be like, ah, okay, finally back in the old, you know, the old yeah. tractor seat and just get right back into it. Yeah. So it was a great balance for me. If it felt like, um, cause Normally on other acting stuff, if it's ever, you know, like a long shoot or something, I will take a practice pad and maybe even a pedal set with me um, mm -hmm. for my for my hotel room. So I'll just go, you know, and, and be working on stuff either on set uh, in my trailer or or in the hotel beforehand just to kind of get it out of my nerves. Um, yeah, so it was very therapeutic, actually. Uh, That's to cool the, to do both of them. Yeah, for me, it would be as soon as I get behind the kid, I'm like, OK, I'm at home. I feel I feel in my comfort zone. But it's just me personally, like, dude, put a camera in my face, like professionally. And I'm like n a nervous wreck. <laughs> like, I could do whatever yeah. in my own studio, but like, yeah, man, especially acting with somebody like, like acting like with Dennis Quaid and like, it's like, bro, that's, I give you props, man. That's something I, I don't think I could do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't really do too. Uh, I, I don't think I remember doing too many scenes with Dennis. I, I did a lot with Trace Adkins though. And, um, and Trace was I mean, you know, he's, he's a great musician in his own right, you know? Um, yeah. and, and so, uh, I think the best, uh, the best compliment that I received was, uh, when, when we were, um, we were, we took kind of like a lunch break and, you know, mind you, you know, on set breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they start from the second that you start filming. So this was like a 2 AM, uh, yeah. and we were on a lunch oh, wow. break. And yeah. Yeah. And we were on a lunch break and I just kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of an introvert really. If I'm being mm -hmm. completely honest, you know, I, I mean, I mean, I'm a pretty energetic person, but I just kind of like distant myself from everybody went upstairs and played on the drum kit up there. Mm. And I just remember like, while I was playing, I was jamming with one of the, you know, one of the guys who was filming Trace Atkins was just sitting there at the door and he said something. He was like, he was like, damn, that's one good ass drummer. And he just walked <laughs> away. And I was like, I remember just stopping and hearing that. And I was like, well, that's, that's the best compliment I could receive today. Call <laughs> you know, <of> the night. <laughs> yeah. That's Check, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, that's but really no, cool. he was he was a he was a great guy to work with. Um, I got to work with nice. Cloris Leachman too. Uh, she was an absolute sweetheart to work with, and um, just all the actors were, were, were great guys too. And a lot, yeah. and, and and most of them were were really great musicians as well, yeah. which was actually hilarious. So the nice. band was actually real for the most part. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's yeah, that's 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 awesome. Yeah. Um, so, um, ch changing gears a little bit, your role with drum channel, um, that's yeah. kind of uh, for, for us, for drummers, you know, that's a, that's a big deal. Um, oh, yeah. being part of like probably the biggest, you know, web show and, and whatever else every, you know, they do. And, it's and then playing, playing, you know, you have a, I saw that you got the, that, um, that, like mint green PDP kit. It looked awesome. <laughs> it sounded good. Oh, that's yeah. my baby. 
Oh my gosh, dude. All right. All right. All right. Before we get to the drum channel stuff, let me just brag about the PDP stuff for a minute. Okay. Cause I was over the moon. All right. So yeah. like, first of all, I've always been kind of like a DW fan just in general. And, and me yeah. and Don Lombardi have always been pretty tight. Mm -hmm. uh, just at least since I was maybe 10 or 11 years old. Um, and that was when I made my first appearance on the drum channel. Um, and we've always been in talks and I believe it was last year. Uh, I officially made the switch, uh, from a previous company to, uh, to DW slash PDP. And, um, and it was great. You know, I got, I got a really nice, uh, custom maple DW kit, but when I went to NAM last year or yeah, I believe it was, it was this year. I think it was this year. Um, wait, we're still in 2020. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> when I went to NAM, dude, I swear when I went to NAM this year, um, I remember like back in October, I saw like a little glimpse of like, of like that green color, uh, yeah. just on one of their promo pages. And I was like, and I was like, Oh, that looks like a 57 Chevy, man. Oh my yeah. gosh. And so once I saw that thing in person, I was like, okay, I need one of those yeah. in my life. And, uh, <laughs> it's just a great kit, man. It's, uh, I believe if you want the size specs, it's a, sure. you know, it's a, it's a, in the way that I played, it's it's a it's a uh, ten by eight, twelve by nine, fourteen by twelve, sixteen by fourteen. So slightly shallower four tops. Yeah, uh, twenty two by eighteen inch kick. Um, you know, which is you know standard. Mm -hmm. um, and I also got a, a black wax thirteen by seven, nice little pocket series. Yeah, uh, alongside it. And man, I'm telling you, I just also got the the five thousand series uh, extended foot pedals. Um, oh. you know, for, for the double kicks and for my hi hat and, you know, for me being a heel toe guy that really mm. helped out a lot, Cool. I uh, picked up my speed a lot, but man, that kit sings baby. <laughs> <laughs> PDP's right. come a long way, man. A long oh my, way. Dude. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like a really long way. Yeah. Um, it's so. uh, a lot of, I mean, I, I love how they're pushing it with a lot of their artists and, um, you know, Tosh, Tosh, the drummer is playing a PDP on tour and, and there's is, a couple other is. guys I've been seeing that I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, they're like, they're trying to be like, yeah, PDP is not our entry level anymore. This is like our, our, our nice kits that we're sending guys on tour with these. And absolutely. Um, and, yeah, and when cool. I pick, and when I pick up back on tour, I'm most likely going to be using that exact kit as well. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's you know, it, yeah. And I'm, it, it, it does above and beyond uh, getting the job done in my opinion, real yeah. bang for your buck. Very cool. But, uh, uh, we yeah. have a couple um, list. We have a couple listener questions, and we have a wheel of death. If you um, I want to get on that. Oh that heck sound? yeah, oh, heck yeah. yeah. Phil, Absolutely. we got anything in the chat room? Uh, no questions yet. Uh, okay. Someone said, "Crazy, I've helped this guy at the Apple Store a few times." <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? All the all the TV you've been on, all the bands you've been in, the somebody Apple recognizes store. you at the Apple Store. <laughs> Just, uh, if, if, I mean, if Apple wants to sponsor me, I'm cool with that. Um, yeah, <laughs> seriously, make my life a little easier. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that's that's tight. That's tight. We have a question here from Speak of the Devil from one Tosh the drummer. I've never heard of him. My but. dude, my dude. <laughs> he this says um, he has two questions. So he says, "Can we talk about your hair?" Um, All right. How do you get your hair so perfect? And what hair products do you use? <laughs> oh man! Oh man! All right. Um, okay, so we're talking about that. Yeah. So I hardly have to do anything in my hair. It's naturally like this. Um, I uh, man, man, this is gonna sound. All right. Uh, so I use, uh, I use when conditioner, uh, yes. I, I, I normally don't have to use shampoo. I mean, I will every now and then, but I use one conditioner that normally gets nice and silky. And then once I'm out of the shower, uh, I use, I believe it's like a Mark Anthony mousse of some sort. 
just pull it in, <laughs> pull it down, and then it's over. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're not the only person that we've asked about hair for some reason. <laughs> hey, Sergio, that's, one that's of our tight, guys. Is, yeah. So, um, and then that's he tight. says, favorite cowbell? Same, same Ooh. guy, Tosh. Yeah. Oh, uh, definitely anything by LP. Uh, there's, I, I don't have the exact name on me right now, but it's kind of like a medium cowbell. It's got like a little red ridge on top of it. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, if, if you're a drummer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That sucker's the go-to. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's, that's personally one of my favorites. It's just like, like the all American LP, you know, red strip yeah. cowbell. I love that thing. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So, uh, okay. Wheel of death. Wheel of Death is nothing crazy. No one dies. It's just, I don't know why. Why do we even call it the Wheel of Death, Phil? That was you. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like every, I have to give this whole disclaimer all the time. Like no one dies. It's just a random question thing. And like, it's whatever. Anyways. um, So we'll just spin the Wheel of Death. Let's do it. All right. You have a time machine. You can go in the past or the future. Where do you go and how far? Uh, the 50s, San Diego. Pretty easy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the 50s. Oh, uh, dude, I am, I am a retro fanatic, honestly. I, I, I feel like, you know, like, I mean, one of my, uh, you know, like biggest icons that I looked up to was James Dean as a kid. Nice. So, you know, and it's like, and uh, I just love the whole vibes down in San Diego, and I would have loved to check it out back in the 50s. That's just the oh, way man, that that's for cool. me. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice um, and easy. Also, I can be Buddy Rich. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always think about that. Um, I think I would go, man, I don't know what I would do. I would probably go like, yeah, I don't know if I would go in the future. I guess I would see, I, I would, I would want to see what's going on in the future. Maybe Ooh. like, maybe like a thousand years from now or a hundred years from now. <laughs> just see, oh, see, man. What, see what the iPhone a hundred looks like. Oh, I don't, oh, don't do that to me, man. Uh, uh, Funky Phil, what about you? Hmm. Yeah, I think I would go 200 years in the future. Damn. Future. Into the future. Oh, I want to see, see if we have fi- flying cars yet. Yeah. Hoverboards. See if we, uh, if we shacked up on Mars yet and all that. Oh, that's you know. definitely probably going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you, we're moving so fast, man. It's scary to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let's spin it again. Oh, this is a good one. Um, so you play a lot of people in movies, but this question says, who would you play or who would play you in a movie? Oh, geez. Um, oh, that's a weird one. Oh, man, I, I <laughs> never I, thought look, about that. Huh? Well, well, look, look j- just because I'm an actor doesn't mean I study other actors. It's like, it's like, yeah. it's like I kind of try to stay in my own lane. So, um, I, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. I feel like he would, would he have to be younger than me? I feel like he'd have I don't to be know. younger than me. He'd have to be younger <laughs> than me. I don't, I don't know. Or, or could he be the same age? I feel like, no, this is a great is, question no, for an actor. Is it, it is a great, it is a great question. I'm kind of, I'm kind of stuck. Oh uh, my gosh. What's, uh, I, I don't know. I, nobody really has. I don't know too many people who have hair like me in the acting industry. Um, yeah. Maybe uh, there's this guy. His name, his name's Cameron. I, I know he played the Joker on uh, on uh, on Gotham. Uh, I can't. I, I don't. I, I can't remember his last name. But I, I feel like I feel like the guy who played the Joker on Gotham. He, he'd, he'd probably be a nice fit. 
That's a cool. Um, yeah, that's a good. Either one. that or maybe Dane Dehan, but they don't. They don't look anything like me though. Yeah, but I feel like as far as personalities go, they could probably end up fitting in the fitting in that's the spot, cool. like on an emotional level. I don't know. <laughs> I think uh, Keegan, Mike, and Key from Key and Peel. I think that's a guy playing me. <laughs> I think he's playing me. Oh, dude, I can I can see that. I can see that. He's, he's Wait, cool. which is the taller one? That's Key, right? Or is it Peel? No, Jordan okay. Peel is the is the the shorter one. So Keegan, Mike, and Michael. Keegan. Yeah, 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 Keegan. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, cool Phil, cool. I can um, see that. I'm gonna go with Cole Marcus. Cookies. He's gonna play oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one that could play your, your drum you now, We pretty much have the same hair, you know. He plays drums really well. Yeah, right. yeah, unfortunately for that role, you'd have to cut your hair off. That's just like, but I could see it. Yeah, I could see. They it. tried to give me a mohawk to play Robbie. I get it. Yeah, that's cool. Um. That's cool. it's so but, funny, yeah. man. Like when you look at your young pictures, like when you're a kid, man, you had this huge, like this huge fro, man. You had such a unique look, you know? I know. Yeah. Really cool. It was, it was something else. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that, to be honest. You know, what's funny though, man, is you, you have a, you have a look, obviously people know that that's why they, you know, that's why you get probably get a lot of auditions and obviously you can play. I don't want to discredit that, but um, Thank you. but when I saw you, like when you were a really little kid in that commercial, it was the coolest thing. I was just like, dude, that kid's, awesome. and then I'd see you at Nam be like, there's that kid, dude, you know, and it's, it's cool. Yeah. And, and, and that commercial was a fun one too. Cause literally they had me make up half the stuff on the spot. It was all really? me playing on it and it was just a yeah. blast. Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, for sure. All right, let's go one more. Sounds good. Everyone loves this question, man. Um, it's your famous favorite dinosaur question, Phil. Uh, yes. Okay, so if you if if Jurassic Park was real, and you can, <laughs> why do we have Let's these go. questions? This is, dr- this is a drum go. show. This is a drum Let's show. Go. Okay, if you have if Jurassic Park was real, you could order a dinosaur as a pet. Which one would you get? Raptor. Raptor. Raptor would be my buddy. Look, if the Jurassic World stuff is actually something we're going to keep in the whole Jurassic Park era, uh, which I mean, I, I mean, I personally think that's sacrilege, but I'm just saying, if you could train a Raptor, <laughs> oh my gosh, man. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it'd be homies. I'd have to go chill out with. And if anybody gets on my nerves, I'd be like, "Hey, yeah, why don't you go teach me a lesson for a bit?" Yeah, yeah, yeah bro, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it's like I, I'd be down for that. Or maybe you know, not gonna be that dude, or like the other little poisonous guy where you're like, and then have to oh be yeah, dudes, you know, See, like this, that dude. This dude, like this you live on the edge. Man. I like it. It's dangerous. I, He's a dangerous I, guy. I like to keep myself in good company. Phil, what 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 is it? What what fills it for you? Yeah, I'm still going with the pteranodon. See, this is the problem with Phil, dude. Phil is like a a a, a dinosaur, like you're you're a technical dinosaur ner- nerd. No, I'm not. Oh man, yes, you take dinosaurs way too serious, dude. I don't. I'm just, you know, <laughs> if I'm gonna pick a dinosaur, I want it to be the the big flying one. What is a pteranodon? It's like, all right, it, isn't that like the little like pterodactyl dude, but he's like bigger? It's a big version. Yeah, it's like it, I think they made an appearance in Jurassic Park three. Maybe, I don't know. They're 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 basically giant flying dinosaurs. No, no, no. I remember that thing. I remember that thing. He carried the kid away uh, yeah. in the third one. Yeah, yeah, definitely almost, big enough killed, uh, yeah. to to ride on See, their back and go. I thought go that was a pterodactyl. No, me, me too. They're, pterodactyls are smaller, right? They're smaller than those. Yeah. See, who knows that, Phil? 
pterodactyls are just rat birds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, so I'm going to go, I'm going with, I'm going back to Brontosaurus. No, if I say Brontosaurus Rex, Phil gets mad. You're the only one who's okay, ever I'm said that. I'm trying to think of what a brontosaurus is. Hang on a brontosaurus second. is the giant one that he is. What, Jurassic Park one. They're in the tree and they're sitting there, and then the the brontosaurus. Oh, the happy go comes up. He's like, I'm a vegetarian. Comes up to her. And yes. He's like, oh, let me pet you. He sneezes on her. Yeah, I get pet. Yes, yes. That's a brontosaurus. And oh, I'm going nice. with one of those because it's giant. I can ride it, and we can eat vegetables together. That's good. That's super tight. Oh, I yeah. forgot. Wait, but yeah, they're supposed to be pets, not one that you would want to be. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't, you don't, yeah, you can, I mean, but if you want an aggressive pet, like, it's up to you. You can have it for however you, however you want. I don't mm-hmm. know if, if that, my, my brontosaurus though is going to eat a lot of, first of all, I got to have a big yard. Second of all, I got to have a lot of things. What do they buy, eat? Grass? Buy some acreage, man. Get yeah. Some serious acreage. Those dumps. <laughs> what are you going to do with those dumps? Can you imagine? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> fertilizer. Fertilizer, man. Fertilizer. Yeah. I mean, oh, man. we're going to have to have like a, a field in Montana or something where he can just, I don't Montana. know. I've never had a dinosaur, so I don't really know, man. Montana. You need, you need more trees though. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Eating trees. Yeah. All that stuff. So That's um, well, that was fun. Yeah. I mean, we, we normally, yeah, it's just, it's random. So I love that. That's great. Um, Cole, what's next for you? Like, what is, what are you doing like right now? Um, as far as drumming or acting or are you just like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a weird um, question because of COVID, but yeah, what's, what's next for you? That's okay. Like I said, there's a lot of things I'm working on. Well, um, well to, to pick up back on, on the drum channel thing, I, I don't think we ever got back around to that. Um, I am, uh, we're, we're looking at starting a, a project, uh, once, once COVID kind of dies down a little bit, we're looking at starting a project with actually worship drummers. Um, cause I do, I do a lot of church gigs and, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm friends with quite a few talented, uh, uh worship drummers. And it kind of seems like it's its own click and something that really doesn't get shined on a little bit. And it's just an entirely different branch that I think needs to be, uh, you know, needs to be amplified a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. and so, uh, and so that's going to be something that we get working on a little bit where we get to, uh, uh, we get to hang out, we get to trade secrets, we get to, you know, uh, uh, play together and learn a couple of things from each other. Um, also, um, that's, that's the drum channel side as well as a bunch of other projects I, I can't really talk about yet. Right. Um, I do have some upcoming film score projects that, um, that I'm, I'm starting to work on with, with a few dear friends of mine. Um, and we will see how that goes. That's something else that, uh, that's, uh, you know, kind of on the horizon, uh, that we're working on. Uh, the most, the, the thing that I'm looking forward to the most right now is I'm working towards my album release nice. um, with my new band project. Um, that, Hold so, on, there that, we go. Yeah, there thank we go. You. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I've been working since I was 14 at this one. Um, Ooh. so it, it's, it's something that, uh, that I, I haven't taken lightly and, you know, I, I feel like, um, I feel like it's so easy to be in a position where it's like, uh, you know, cause I, I've been writing music since I was seven. Mm-hmm. I taught myself how to play the piano. Um, I, I mean, this is the least braggadocious way I taught myself how to play piano when I was seven. I have perfect pitch. I have direct, uh, direct recall and photographic memory. So when it comes to like learning instruments and writing music, it's, it's no brainer for me. And I'm thankful for that. But, um, that's something that I'm currently working on. And, uh, and it seems like, uh, seems like the lights at the end, end of the tunnel with that. I just want to go about it the right way. That's very cool, man. So absolutely. If people want to get in touch with you or follow what you're doing, um, keep up to date. What's the best way? Uh, absolutely. Uh, you can find me at Cole, uh, ColeMarcus.com. Uh, that kind of leads to all social media. You can find me at uh, Cole Marcus 633 
uh, on Instagram. And, uh, and yeah, that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. I do uh, speaking engagements as well as, you know, all performance and all that jazz. So cool. feel free to reach out to me. Okay. Finish this sentence. Cole Marcus is a good person. I like it. Very cool, man. Thank you so much for coming on. And you know what? We think you're a good person too, Bo, bro. Ah, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, oh, I man. appreciate it. And I appreciate you, Corey. Phil, thank you so much for having me on. It's been yeah. an absolute blessing. And right uh, on, man. Let's do, do it again. again sometime. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Cool, awesome. man. All right. We'll you talk guys soon. Rock. Take care. Drum Brigade. Later. All right. Drum Brigade Podcast. Yes. Episode 94 officially, Phil. Yeah. 94. 94. Yeah. Um, man, special thanks to Cole Marcus for coming on. Uh, what a great, what a great dude, man. Seriously. Dude's done some some big things, and it's just like just humble, a humble drummer. Uh so yeah, we really appreciate him coming on and chatting it, chatting it up with us. Really cool. Um man, dude's a good drummer too. Good drummer. He shreds. Yeah. So, um, I, I like, I like, I just, I like, um, the confidence. You can tell he's been doing this for a long time. It can catch people off guard that he's, he's still very, he's still 22 years old, Man, but he's very like, he has like the, the mentality and the attitude of a seasoned musician because he's been, like he said, he's been doing this for what was it, 17 years or something? Yeah, it's awesome. So, I feel like that's I'd be pretty cool. I'd be shaking in my boots if I had to act and yeah, drum in a feature film. I did. Um, I didn't want to like talk too much about myself, like I normally do, Phil. But like, <laughs> <laughs> um, like I did a, I did a commercial one time, like um, like it was just strictly just being hired on as the drummer on this commercial. What commercial? I want to Google uh, it. It was for Vegas.com. It's not up anymore. It was years ago, but Vegas.com. And, um, and I wasn't nervous at all. No, like, because I was just being the drummer, but I didn't have any lines or anything. Yeah. I was just the drummer on this video shoot on this, but dude, it was the longest day. Do those acting gigs. People think that, Oh yeah, I want to be an actor. It is not, all glamorous when you're on set it sucks kind of yeah and it was funny that commercial man there was like there was all these extras because it was supposed to the setting was basically a, a class reunion and we were the band playing the class reunion and um it was actually my band suedehead and they, they uh they had all like nothing but extras on this thing um and, uh, the, the, the director on that movie was, um, one of the, the boss, the, the, okay, gosh, this is, I'm, I'm digressing a lot, but the director on this commercial was the guy that was the, the, the boss at NBC on Seinfeld, like when they were pitching the show about nothing to CBS or NBC or whatever, he was the guy, he was also one of the main characters on that movie, the Mexican with Brad Pitt and, um, Julia Roberts, he's the bad guy. He's the villain. Anyways, he was um, he's on a million other movies, but he's uh, he's he was the director. He's super cool. There are so many extras, dude. These extras don't care at all, dude. They don't care. Like they were seriously like yelling at people because they were just like looking at their phone, like they were they were on set in the shot 
looking at their phone and it's supposed to be like in the eighties or something. And they were like, uh, can one of the extras get off their phone, please? Like they were like, just it's, it's every cliche thing that you think like people trying to, they're there as an extra, but they're trying to get their, their moment, you know, and they're trying to like be seen so they can get an actual part. And, and then they the extras are not allowed to like go to catering and they're not allowed to like super weird, man. And so they were kind of treating the band like we were one of the extras and we went into catering and they're like, uh, excuse me, are you guys like part of the, I forget what they call them. And, um, there are, they're, they're like, you guys are not part of talent. So you need to go to the extra section. We're like, uh, no, we're part of talent. And then they're like, oh, okay, well I have to check with the director or somebody, the producer or whatever. And then, um, the stage manager and then the stage manager is like, no, your band is part of like, basically we're part of the actors. So we're allowed to eat, but then they don't eat. They don't eat until two o'clock and you have to be there super on set, super early. It's like a lot of nonsense, man. But that one, I wasn't nervous, but I was talking to one of the actors like, man, how do you do what you do? Like they had to like do their lines and stuff over and over again. And like, they're like, we don't know how you guys do what you do. You know, it's like, acting being one of the main characters is nothing compared to what you guys are doing. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, it's just to each his own different strokes for different folks. I suppose. So, um, all right, funky Phil, are you ready? Yeah. I ain't trying to hear that right now. It was, it was, I was torn today. I was going to get on a soapbox about my neighbor again, but I'm going to not do that. Because it hasn't come to f- full fruition yet. Um, all right, so this is a this is a pretty average soapbox. What happened? Uh, <laughs> it's just these weddings, Phil. It's these weddings. I thought you had a great time at that wedding. It wasn't that wedding. Oh, a different one. Just these weddings in general, though. These people. I'm sick of t- I'm sick of these people acting like. They're my boss. Oh, I'm going to give you two scenarios. Oh, that one. Okay. One of these, one of these scenarios where, um, the first wedding I did in orange County, they're like, are you guys, you know, they're, they're acting weird with the food and stuff for the vendors. So for, for the vendors, the band, they're like, okay, here's your vendor plate and here's your plastic vendor spoon and you know, whatever. So we're able to go through the, through the line. We eat our, we get our food. We don't have a table. So we're just sitting on the side. We're eating our food. This is a hard picture to paint because you have, you kind of have to be there. Mm-hmm. We finished our food. We're, we're, we're basically right next to where they're coming out of the, the tent that they set up for their kitchen. Yeah. So there's people walking by back and forth like all night and we're, we're done eating our food. We set our plates down and then we're going to go back to play. Well, the, the kitchen boss, like the guy that's orchestrating all this stuff, when to deliver the food to the people or when to take their plates away, is treating us like he, we're part of their, his staff. Huh. So, so he's standing basically in the kitchen. He comes over to us like very direct and he's like, are you guys done eating? We're like, yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm going to need you guys to take your plates up to the kitchen so they can wash them. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't mind doing that. I don't mind taking my 
plate to your kitchen, but I don't, I don't work for you. Yeah. You know, and like you have people that do that. And by the way, you could do that. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't order me around and direct me to go take my plate up to. And so of course me being me, I hit him with the, I don't work for you. Yeah. And then I dropped it off. I, I ended up going like, I almost was like, no, but then I was like, I'll just do it. You know, first gig back. I don't want to start off on this foot. So I dropped my, my plate off and then I'm, and then I hit him with the, You want me to wash it too? <laughs> and like, he didn't say nothing. And I'm just kind of like, don't freaking tell me what to do, bro. I don't work for you. Oh man. I was I was pissed because of the way that it went down. It was not like he was kind not like, hey guys, kindly could you kind you like could you guys kindly just take your plates up there because my staff is working on something else right now. And it wasn't like that. It was like, I'm gonna need you guys to take your plates up there. Like, okay, if you guys are finished, go ahead and take your plate. Don't freaking order me around, dude. I don't work for you. I don't even know you. Yeah. I'm not a, just because I'm a vendor here. That doesn't mean that we are under the same rules as you, dude. I can do whatever I freaking want for my job. The person I answer to is the person that I'm counting one, two, three, four to to start the song. All yeah. right. I don't need you to tell me what to do. Okay. Scenario number two. It's all these people that, that they just have to be the boss of somebody. They got to tell you what to do all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't like that, Phil. I don't like it either. Getting, I'm getting worked up here, man. Tell me more. There's this guy last, the, not the not the gig last time, the gig before that. So there's a hardcore stop. I hold on, I need some water, man. I'm getting amped here. <laughs> there's a hardcore stop at 10 p.m. thing in San Clemente in 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 Orange County. Okay. Okay. Got to stop at 10. Mm-hmm. I get that. I understand. These people take their jobs so serious that if you play at 10.01, oh, it's, it's game over. You guys are done. So this guy, this freaking special ed guy comes up. He's, he's, he's not really special ed, but he seems like that type. This guy just takes his job way too serious. Way, way, way too serious. We're playing the last song. Literally, Drea is going, thank you guys so much. This has been such a great wedding. And like, you know, we're so happy that you guys were able to play music and all this stuff. This guy's out there at 9.59 and he's yelling in Anthony Smith's ear. He's pointing at his watch going, it's time to stop, stop. And Anthony's like, okay, we're on the last song. We got it. And then he's like, shut it down, shut it down. And we're like, got it. Got it. And so I see this going on. I'm rolling my eyes the first time he comes. So we're, we're, we end the song and then we reprise. So Drea can go, Hey, thank you guys. We're, you know, you guys have been great. We're the schmucky metals and lottie dottie. Okay. Comes back. Now this dude's amped furious. Shut it down. Shut it down. Like going like the neck cutting thing. Shut it down. Shut it down. And it's, dude, it's 10 o'clock. We, we heard you. We're on the last song. Yeah. Anthony Smith tells him to F off. He's like, I heard you F off. <laughs> and so he, he just lets that roll off. Then he's looking at me. Big mistake, buddy. Looking at me going, shut it down. Like 
pointing at his watch, like freaking the heck out. Oh no. So I'm playing into it. I love this situation because what's by the time he throws a fit and tries to call the police or somebody gets calls a complaint, like we're going to be done in probably 15 seconds or 45 seconds. We're going to be over with this song. It's going to, by the time you try to enforce what you're saying, the gig is over. My symbols are, my drums are packed up and I'm on my way before you can do anything about it. So I'm loving this situation. So he's like, shut it down, shut it down. He's like yelling at Anthony. He's looking at me and he's just shut it down. And so I'm, <laughs> we're playing the end, whatever. And I'm symbols, symbols. I'm looking at this guy and I do the most obnoxious long, just, <laughs> and I'm looking in the guy's eyes, just, like playing the big ending the guys the band's looking at me like let's end it like end it where's the final note and i'm just triplets i'm staring at the guy the whole time dude staring at the guy like 50 at the end as loud as I can possibly play. He's staring at me, just steam coming out of his ears, like hitting his wrist. Shut it down. And I'm just glug, 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 glug. like, yeah, the most, the longest, probably the longest ending of a song in history. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and then I just end it. Bump. And then I just like, I'm, I'm just smiling. And the guys in the band are shaking their head. Like, this full like i'm like i don't know why i do the things i do i don't know but like <laughs> it's fun like <laughs> well and i mean so, the guy kind of he brought it on himself you know he did he like did. you don't need and to like, act like that so afterward he's just this dude is full of attitude man he comes up and he's like i'm sorry i had to yell at you guys and anthony is just not having it anthony is just like dude, we hear you. We're ending the set. And he's like, just get away from me. You know? And the guy's just like, he's like, they have strict rules. And we're like, dude, this isn't the first time we played in orange County. First of all, this isn't the first time we've played at this place. We've played at this place a million times, bro. We know the rules just back off. He comes out. Like there was no lights where we were playing. So the lady brought out these like candle lantern things and like, Brought them outside, plugged them in. They're pretty complicated. But there's like, you know, cables everywhere from the, the PA and, and you know, all the stuff. So the guy is, we're done with that. I'm not having it with this guy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having it. So I'm just like, he comes up and he, and he tries to unplug the, the, cab- the cable for the lantern. He doesn't know where, which one is which. So he's like, he just come. He like yells over to me. Well, I guess you could just put this back where you found it, and like walks. What? And then I go, I go. Well, I I I said something like, yeah. Well, like I don't care, dude. I'm like, yeah. I'm not the one who put them out there, so I guess they're gonna stay right where they're at. Then aren't they? And the guy is just like, <laughs> he just doesn't know what to do. He just walks away. And then he just comes back like five, five minutes later. And then he just starts trying to unplug it and like put it away. I'm like, bro, like, when are you going to realize that? Like, again, I don't work for you. 
I don't care like what you're telling me to do. You can tell me whatever you want. I don't know who you are and I don't work for you. And you could, you should have known from my ending of that last song that I don't care what you think, bro. I'm packing my drums and I'm going to go home. I don't need you to tell me what, what needs to go where and when to end my set. You're not writing my check, so beat it. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't trying to hear that right Tired now. of these fools, man, trying to tell me what to do. Stop telling me what to do at weddings. I don't work for you. I'm not one of your vendors, you know? Yeah. I don't send my invoice to you, so you don't get to tell me what to do. I don't care. If I ask you, hey, man, where do I put my plate? You can tell me. Don't order me around because you know what? Like somebody else is going to have to do it. It's not a matter of me wanting or not wanting to move my plate. I'm happy to do it. I just don't like being ordered around from people. I don't know you. (laughs) I don't know you. (laughs) Sheesh. (laughs) Shut it down. Shut it down. Like, bro, calm yourself. Oh, that's good. Uh, Funky Phil. Yeah. How much time you got? You got to wrap this thing? Um, yeah, I don't know. If I've, I've been hitting, rocking the mute button pretty hard. There's a, <laughs> the, you, got, you got sandwiches <laughs> being made in the background? Yeah, everyone's going a little b- bananas. <laughs> All right. Um, well, just one thing. Uh, I have a, this one time, but it's kind of a long story, so I'll, I won't tell that one. I'll just tell that one another time. Um, oh, man. I'm all curious. My, uh, it's complicated, Phil. We could just do it next week. All right. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, I'm trying to think of a short this one time, but I can't I can't think of one. I can never think of this one time offhand. Mm. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll, it'll come to me. Uh, did you see um, – so Thomas Pridgen did a video for GQ – yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool for our um, community. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what was he doing I, in it? I forget. He's, so he was like rating drummers in movies. Oh. It's a long video, but he was like, he was like, so in Whiplash, like this is like this isn't exactly how it is, like, but this guy was sweating him for this reason, like he was asking him to count in seven, but then he told, he counted off the song in four. And he's like, I've never had somebody haze me like that. Or he's like, I've had, I've had people haze me. Like at at some point, this guy's just like beating him up verbally, you know? And like, he's just like talking about different movies and like how realistic it is and like how, or how realistic it isn't like, you know, and it's pretty cool. It was like, I think it was really cool to get people. First of all, I mean, you know, Thomas has like a person, a big personality and mm-hmm. like he, he, his personality is like the way his, he, his personality is like his drumming. And, um, I don't know him too well, but you know, we've, we've chat, we, we interviewed him on, um, at NAM once and we've chatted before or texted and stuff, but, um, and I've, I've kind of known him since he was a little kid with his grandma, but I don't know him. I've never like hung out, shedded with him and stuff. Yeah. But uh anyways, he's he's very he plays he plays like his personality. He's very out there but like so I think it's cool and he's like done some major things like he's one of the most famous drummers in our our community. So I think it's really cool that he's doing something outside of the box. It's not just him playing. It's like he didn't really even he he basically played on a practice pad and showed you what a paradiddle is and stuff. But he didn't it's not just him playing. It's like him talking 
and it's from an actual drummer. It's not like they got some random fool that's like, yeah, here's I'm the authority on drums. They got a dude that actually is respected in our community. I think it's really yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I really cool. liked it. That's awesome. I want to watch wish the I whole could, thing. I, man, I wish I could do stuff like that, man. That's what I want to do. Like, obviously, I like to talk, Phil. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> just have me just have me talk, dude. I'll do it. I'll do it. I sound like my dad. Man, why they got me doing it? My dad like my dad always wants to be the guy to do it. Like, and I'm always like, "Dad, because you that's not the guy they want. Like, you're you're they wanted this guy, you know? Like, yeah. It's not personal. It's just they went with a different guy, you know? But yeah, but, but I could do that easily. You they should have me do it." I'm like, "It's not that simple. You don't just call GQ and be like, "Hey, man, you should have me do it." You know? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, especially yeah. after it's already done. <laughs> All right. I do have one. This is a new song. It's really loud. Huh. All right. That's the, this, this one time song now it used to be drum games. Now it's, Hey, this one time, mm-hmm. Hey, this one time <clears throat> I used to love riding BMX bikes. I still do. Nice. I was heavy into BMX dude. Heavy. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I, I definitely BMXed more than I played drums at one point in my life. So I got super into it. One time I was at my buddy's house and my dad was helping his mom do something around the house and he had a track built at his house. And so I was out there and I was hitting the jumps <clears throat> and I hit this one jump and I cut it a little too close and hit my front tire on the landing and flipped over the bars. And I went flying like I went flying head first. Oh no. And, uh, landed, just landed. My dad flipped out. He flipped out. I chipped my elbow from that crash, chipped my elbow bone. And I was on the floor. My dad comes over and he's like, say this, is what I'm talking about. You on this dang bike. And he's like, he was kind of like using some choice language and he like (laughs) picks up my bike, dude, and like chucks, chucks it across the yard. What? He's like, you're on that D bike. And he throws it. And like, I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) And I'm like sitting there with my elbow, like, oh, I like can't breathe. And he's like, you're over here horsing around on this bike. That's enough of this. I'm sick of this. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, why is he so mad at my bike? And he just like <laughs> threw my bike. And then that, and that's it. Like he just, we went to the hospital and then I got my arm in a sling. And um, yeah, I kept riding, but my, my dad threw my bike. That's the, that's this one time, Phil. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Short but sweet. A different side of pops. Yeah, that wasn't the real one that I wanted to go through. But oh, Pops has had some moments, dude, that I can't tell on on air that that we've had some some moments <laughs> like where it's like, whew, that was a different time. That was a different time and a different Pops. Um, so yeah. Um, all right. So I have a legit this one time last next week that's a really good. It's a it's a kind of a doozy story that uh, what happened one time. It's a tour story this Ooh. one time, and um, I have a lot of tour stories. I just can't always remember them, you know. Mm-hmm. So make um, a note. That was the whole, that was the whole point. Yeah, that was the whole point of this one time. Um, so 
like to tell old tour stories that I can't remember. I have two that, you know, I want to tell. But anyways, uh, so yeah, we're going to wrap it there. It's a short show today, Phil. Short show. Uh, well, it's all right. We had a long show last week. So. We did. Um, so anyways, uh, this is Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 94. Uh, special thanks to Cole Marcus for coming on talking about all of his endeavors and things that he has coming up in the future. Yes, sir. I heard he's going to play me in a movie. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> you used to say um, somebody else. I can't remember. Uh, Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah. Someone, is a, someone said I looked like him once. Yeah. I, I never really like saw a, it until you stranger said, said that. So yeah, I never saw it until you said it. And then I was like, Oh Yeah. That could be the guy. <laughs> dude, Keegan Mike and Michael Key is the dude. That's that that guy's playing me. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. It's we're not the, exactly the same, but mm-hmm. even Peel Peel could play me too. Jordan Peel. It's one of those two dudes. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, thank you, Phil. And um, you know, we're going to be back next week. I think we have a repeat guest next week, but I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not sure if it's scheduled, but it's a, uh, it's pretty big. It's pretty good for us. So nice. It'll be a chill. It'll be a chill show for us. Sweet. I, I hope, I think if it's going on, like I think, um, and we might just keep them on for the whole show. We'll see. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, once again, drumbrigade.com for everything that you need drum brigade related. And, um, Thank you guys in the chat room or watching live uh, and uh, all that stuff. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to be Jake's my boy. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.